Well, hello, everybody. As you can tell, it is September 1st, 2020. We have made it this far. Everybody give yourselves a round of applause. No joke. We've Seriously, we've made it this far with every single thing that we have been going through. COVID, presidential election, uh, I mean violence towards minorities you name it we've had it this year um they're talking about uh asteroids flying around uh, the earth uh one getting pretty close uh around election time so i guess we'll see anyway it is september the 1st which means this podcast has just dropped and you're listening to it i hope and if you listen back check it out it was september 1st 2020 As always, I'm your host, The Matt, and in this uh, little bit of an intro, I have to tell you this interview that I did with this individual that we have here for Deadpan Studio Presents, a podcast of Deadpan Studio Podcasts, oh, it was a delight, Kelly McKay from the radio, uh, you've heard her voice for 20 plus years, and let, let me tell you, she is a sweetheart, she just made our night, and the fact that she, you know, it, it was a complete honor for myself and Kat to be able to do that interview with her. So thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much once again for being on here with us. Um, we would love to have you on again anytime. You have an open invitation. So to get into it, while she talks about her years in radio and our silliness that is... Uh, how we ask questions and you banging your head against the wall saying, that's not how you ask a question. Uh, <laughs> let's get through the business. Uh, first, if you'd like to reach us, you can get us at deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com, our email. We've got a website. We've got social media, deadpanstudio18 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have a ton of streaming services, um, not the least of which include iTunes, Slash Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, <laughs> and also, most importantly, deadpanstudio.podbean.com. Podbean is an app. It is a website. You can listen to us through your phone, uh, through, through your PC, however you want. Just go to that uh, address and you'll find us. So, without much further ado, please enjoy this interview uh, myself and Kat had with Miss Kelly McKay. Woo! Hello, everyone. We are here with Deadpan Studio Presents, a show from Deadpan Studio Podcast. I am your host, The Matt, and to my right is... I'm Kat. We back at it. That's right. Now, so far uh, this season, we've uh, interviewed a couple of really interesting people. We have another very interesting person here tonight in uh, somebody you all might be familiar with from the radio, uh, from Nash Icon 103.7 and Commonwealth Broadcasting. You know her as Miss Kelly McKay. Hi, Kelly. Hello. Hey, Matt and Kat. I am so honored to be part of your podcast. Thank you so much. Well, I tell you, it's actually a a big honor for us, too, because, I mean, I, I, I... at work we listen to nash icon quite a bit so honestly we hear your voice about every other day so <laughs> well, 
Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. We actually just transitioned from Nash Icon to Nash 1037. Nash and it's not not a huge format change, but our our music is a little hotter now, I guess. Ah. A little yeah, the 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 hotter country, I guess, is what we are we are playing right now. So, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I find myself listening to it more and more. I feel like I'm a little more hip with the hot country. <laughs> you know? So yeah, we're hot country Nash 103.7, and let me tell you, that has been difficult trying to go from 103.7 Nash Icon to Nash 103.7. I've I've messed up a time or two. I'll be honest. <laughs> I bet you get you get so used to saying one thing, and then when it changes, you're like. Oh. I gotta rewire my brain. <laughs> exactly, you're exactly right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's like us here on the podcast. We do uh, we do different shows, so I have the names of our shows a lot of times beside me, so I don't accidentally say the wrong one. I've tended to do that yeah. <laughs> and go. Oh, sorry, guys, we gotta start over. <laughs> oh, starting over. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I get it. <laughs> Um, so I guess, uh, our big main question is, uh, right now is, um, what kind of, what got you into this? Cause you've been in, you've been in radio for a number of years. Um, now I, I did a little snooping because that's what I do. Whenever I have somebody on, I try to learn some information about them so that I can at least be a little knowledgeable during the, uh, interview so that I actually have a little leg to stand on. <laughs> um, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw on, uh, one of your profiles that you've been either on radio or with uh, that broadcast company for 20 years. That is correct. I have been with Commonwealth Broadcasting for now. It will be um, going on 21 years, actually. Mm. So I've, I've, been, I've been fortunate to be with the same company. And I have enjoyed it. It's it's like I I, I kind of agree with them, and I'm I'm so excited that I have been able to stay with them all these years. I guess I'm I'm a loyal uh, a loyal employee and a loyal part of the family. I guess you could say. And I you know I guess they kind of have to consider you family because uh, you know in this day and age uh, to be on the radio, especially for that length of time, is is kind of unheard of anymore. You know, it almost is. Uh, I have I have several friends that are in radio, and um, those that have been on there for a while, you know, it's it's like it's in your blood. You know, once once you have gotten it, got bitten by the radio bug, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. it's always there. And I have been fortunate enough to to continue in my radio career starting out I didn't really know if this was going to be my thing or not it's kind of like I'm I'm literally living my dream right now so and that's kind of cool yeah that's kind of cool um so some people are in and out of of radio and I've been fortunate enough to to continue to do this and believe me I was not fit for radio when I first started. I promise you. <laughs> well, we had some growing pains, you know, starting up a podcast, but it's oh, yeah, kind of once the, you once the, you one kinda... of the early, yeah, one of the early episodes where I uh, we went in about twenty minutes into the show and I realized I'm not recording. Oh, that's one of the worst. <laughs> it's like, dude, you weren't recording. <laughs> that's all right. I called myself out on that too, though. <laughs> I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, there, there's, there's 
a few stories that I'm sure I could share over the years of just some crazy things that have happened, but it's all part of it. It's like you said, it's learning pains, you know, and it's, and it's growing pains as well. Uh, so is this, was this, uh, did you immediately go to being a, an on air quote unquote personality or did you start somewhere else uh, in broadcasting? Actually, when I started at Commonwealth, I was basically an administrative assistant. So they needed someone to answer. At that time, we had 12 phone lines. And yeah, yeah. And that was a pretty big deal, trying to make sure that everyone had their messages. And and I started out doing that and in traffic and I wasn't quite sure what traffic was. I was like, am I going to be out, you know, signaling traffic? Am I calling <laughs> in traffic jams? That, you know, we don't have any traffic jams in Glasgow, so I'm not quite sure. But I learned very quickly what traffic was. And, of course, that is, you know, making sure that our commercials, our salespeople, their commercials get on the air for uh, for their clients. And, and and that's just a long story short on, on the traffic side of it. But... Started out doing that for the first year, and of course, I was at that stage. Thought I want to be on the radio. This is like, this is not really what I want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, uh, gradually get my foot in the door. And I thought, well, at least I'm working here, so hopefully Mm -hmm. something will happen. And a year later, there, uh, there was someone in operations that that was leaving. And so that left a position open and I was able to kind of slide into an on air position and, and recording, uh, late nights on what was then, uh, Wovo 105.3. So, uh, that was, that was pretty cool being able to do that. And gosh, I have listened to some of my air checks from way back then. Oh my gosh. I'm like, they actually put me on the radio. (laughs) Oh, sometimes, sometimes I can't hardly, like, listen to myself. Not that I didn't like the topic or something. It's just, I don't know, it's weird for me sometimes. But um, another question we had was, uh, who have been some of your favorite guests that you've had or that you've gotten to speak to? Oh, wow. You know, I I love, I love having artist in studio i I guess the the one that really sticks out to me the most is is ronnie dunn of brooks and dunn he he was in studio and he was he was doing a big concert for our holiday bash a few years ago and i had the opportunity to have him right across the counter from me in studio Mm -hmm. and and talking with him and just having a conversation and he was so laid back and so cool and i just remember thinking man i am interviewing ronnie dunn right here right now and (laughs) and and that that was just so unreal to me you know but i'll say i love having up-and-coming artists in studio i love to be able to to give them an opportunity to play their music and to talk about where they came from and and what inspired them to become artists and writers and so you know Ronnie Dunn is probably one of the biggest names that I've had in studio. Mm -hmm. And I've had an opportunity to meet with 
with other artists going to concerts, you know, backstage and that sort of thing. But Ronnie Dunn is the one that probably sticks out in my mind the most because he was in studio with me. Um, but there are so many local artists that, that have been in studio and, and I love, I love it when they play acoustically. That's mm. one of my favorite things oh, yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like it strips down everything and just gets to the heart of the music. It does. It does. And, and you can just feel it. And when they're, you know, seeing the, the expression on their faces when they're, when they're performing in studio is just amazing. And, and I love that so much. And we've kind of gotten away from that just a little bit, just because of COVID yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, not having as many people in studio, it's, it's kind of taken away from that just a little bit, but I'm so looking forward to the day that I can get artists and and groups back in studio and having them perform acoustically i'm i'm really pumped about the the next opportunity to have that happen and and we'll be able to have people in studio too yeah we we were (laughs) big about having guests live (laughs) yeah when we um you know when we have guests we like to order pizza and have like a little pizza party before we record so (laughs) <laughs> absolutely absolutely those are those are the best times and you know you really get to 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 know these artists on a whole other level and I'll, i i want to make sure that they're as comfortable as they can be and one of the greatest compliments i can have is hey we go and do all these radio tours all over the place and we love to come and see you 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 make it so easy and so fun and that that's the greatest that's one of the greatest compliments that they could give oh i can i can completely relate to that uh there was a a gentleman in a one of the i consider him a local band that we did an interview with uh earlier this year and i tell you what uh it it blew my mind when he said um that was the single best interview i've ever gotten i said really (laughs) How? <laughs> what did I do? I know. I, I get that. I, I get that because I'm like, you go to all these big, huge radio stations and, you know, they say it, it's just not the same. It, mm-hmm. It's almost like they don't treat you like you, you don't, they don't treat you like you treat. Right. And it's almost like they treat you like the piece of paper that's in front, uh, you know, that's in front of you. It's just a, it's a work, you know, and right. yeah. You know, it's, it's if you treat them good, like they're actually human beings, because that's what they are. You know, they're there, they're working too, they're doing a job, and they enjoy what they do. So if you're there, you might as well enjoy what you do. That's exactly right. You know, I, I in in my position, I look at it as an honor to have them in studio. The fact that they want to come and be in studio with me and 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 play their music and and talk about their life and talk about where they'd like to go and who they're opening up for. And, you know, Kenton Bryant, that's another one. I don't know if you guys have ever Mm -hmm. heard of Bryant, but you know, he, he's, I mean, he's living in Nashville and he's, he's opening for some big artists and, and performing with a lot of different country artists. And I'd interviewed Kenton years ago before he finally found his, his niche and that's country music and he is so very talented and I told him the last time he was in in studio with me I said you know one of these days we're going to be playing one of your songs on the radio and I'm going to be able to say hey Kenton Bryant he performed that song in studio or I know that guy you know (laughs) yeah it's stuff like that that I just I love I love it that's really cool 
Well, I, I know you you know you said you had a lot of people in studio, and I know some uh, radio stations. I'm going to use, for lack of a better term, uh, quote unquote, notorious for sending their uh, on air talent out. Um, is that something that you enjoy to do? And if it is, uh, what are some of your favorite things that you get to do for that? Well, your favorite events you've been to, I yeah. guess. The, the events that I have been to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so man, I tell you what. I have been a part of so many events over the years. The ones that that stand out in my mind, the the Taste of Bowling Green, Mm. that is such a huge event and benefits the Dream Factory. And the Dream Factory grants dreams to critically and chronically ill children. And that actually had to be canceled this year due to COVID. Yeah, a lot of events have been canceled. (laughs) Yes, they have been. And that that's one of my favorite events. I'm the MC for that typically every single year. And Tyrone Dunn is for Tyrone Dunn and Ken Folk perform during that event as well. And just doing as many events that I can that help such wonderful organizations that are part of our communities. And that that's one that stands out in my mind. Shake Your Paw Ball is another one to benefit. Oh, I wanted Bravo. to go to that so bad last year. Oh, my gosh. Well, we, you know, we tried so hard to push it back and try to plan it for the fall, but it's just not going to happen. So we're yeah. just going to, we're going to plan for next year. And I, I was fortunate enough to be asked to be on the, the planning committee for that this year because I have, I've been to every single Shake Your Paw Ball from the very beginning. Oh, wow. And it's it's my it's one of my very favorite events to be a part of and I help him see that as well and any you know anything that has something to do with a, a nonprofit organization um, you know there, there there have been so many over the years but those are the two that probably stand out because they're annual events that I'm a part of um, and those kind of events can kind of grow a little bit more every year so maybe next year it'll be even better than it was last year that's right because i'll have even more time and make it even more special since they couldn't do it this year you know a lot of um you know we like to go to conventions like comic convention stuff and one we were interested in they were like hey look guys we just can't do it this year after they fought and fought so they're honoring the vouchers and stuff for next year if people you know don't want to don't want a refund. So I think that's really cool. So all these events that happen every year, I think they'll hopefully come back uh, even better next year when things have kind of, you know, leveled out, (laughs) leveled out a bit, flattened a bit, you know. Right. I know that there are a lot of nonprofits that are suffering you know, just because their their big fundraisers haven't been able to happen this year, and so they're relying on on individuals and families to make those donations. They're they're trying to do in anything and everything that they can uh, to raise funds in between time. You know, smaller things here and there. Mm-hmm. But I know it's got to be tough. It, it has to be tough yeah. on those on those nonprofits. Well, I've seen a lot of. Um... A lot of places, I follow like some local stuff and um, some not so local stuff, but um, online auctions have seemed to really explode. Been a, well, yeah. <laughs> well, been a good fundraiser, you know, because Barlot Theater has been right. doing that. And then um, I follow this like wildlife rehab place on Facebook. I forget where they're located, but they've been doing some auctions, you know, 
to raise money and they had an event they had to cancel because it was just it was silly how much space they'd have to put in between people just wasn't worth it but you know where there's a will there's a way and people are really trying to make the best of it this year you're exactly right people are having to to get creative Mm -hmm. you know just to try to figure out a way to to raise some funds and raise some money and i i think our community has has really been gracious in in supporting these types of events, whether it's on Facebook or just donating money. You know, that's that's the great thing I love about our community. They they step up whenever uh, they're needed, and they recognize that there are folks that that need this money. And no, the, being those nonprofits, uh, and they're so well known throughout our community that people are willing to give. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people really you know, stepping up in some really amazing ways. You know, there's people that are being, you know, you know what, but there's a lot, I've seen a lot of ingenuity and a lot of generosity and, you know, even I think it was um, the teachers and stuff from the schools around here were making lunches for the kids who kind of rely on the free lunches, you know, and handing it out and everything. But it's, it sucks that we're going through this right now, but there's a lot of amazing people that are you know doing everything they possibly can to help others and that's you know that's really nice to see yeah and it's sort of like we we like to promote uh that those that can should uh like shop local uh because that's really what's going to support the communities it's just and keep it afloat until we can get through this um, or even just small businesses i've been ordering some cool stuff not from local places but they're small you know businesses and they're like passion projects for people i've gotten some really cool products from uh from doing that but yeah yeah I, I totally agree you know shop local i'm all about that as you know if you guys listen to to nash 1037 you you know that i host the shop local show weekday mm-hmm. mornings from eight till nine and this is something that has has become a huge passion of mine and the importance of shopping local and you know it's so easy to click 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 you know type in a a web address and click 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 and and have a box show up at your front door but here's the thing and and I'm guilty of doing that if I can't get it locally then yeah okay I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna do that but (laughs) I think about it I'm like what I'm about to purchase can I buy this locally and if I can I'm going to do it. And there are so many small businesses right now that, that need us in order to survive through this pandemic. And, and I will say kudos and thank you to our community for recognizing that our small businesses and they need our help and they need our support right now in order to stay open. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to see Glasgow become a ghost town. I don't want to see all these these local shops and restaurants and businesses to close down due mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to this pandemic. I want to see them survive and come out of it and thrive eventually. Right now they're all in survival mode and yeah. I get that. Yeah. You know, but shopping local is so, so important to every one of these local businesses and to everyone in our community. And if you can if you can patron 
these businesses, I encourage you to do so. Even if it's just buying something small, you know, ordering something online on their on their Facebook page or or their website and, and doing a porch pickup or having it shipped to your house. Whatever you can do to buy it on a local level, please, please do so. Yeah. See, neither of us are, neither me or Matt are from... <clears throat> Glasgow originally, originally, but he grew up here. He'd been here since he was a child. I've only been here for six, seven years. Some, sometime around 2016, I think, maybe 2015. But, you know, I've moved here for him. Love you, babe. <laughs> and um, I've seen, as much as I love Bowling Green, which is where I grew up, I was born in Georgia but raised in Bowling Green, um, I've seen a lot of passion like go into this town. I've seen a lot of places be restored or you know empty storefronts be you know filled and there's a bunch of, if you look there's a bunch of really really cool stuff here. Just and, like that mural that was yeah. painted on the side of the oh, Fine Arts Building. It's beautiful. It's so pretty. I want to take a picture by that so bad. <laughs> oh, me too. You need to. It's beautiful. I'm so blessed to get to see that gorgeous mural mural every single day and. If anyone knows me at all, they know that Fine Arts Bistro is my favorite little corner of the world. <laughs> and I, I love I love it there. I love the atmosphere there. I love the people there. Not only the customers, but, uh, you know, Chef Danny and Kelly and Zoe and Elaine and Chelsea and Nick is back. And it, it's just, it's such a wonderful little place to go and have a cup of coffee or have a breakfast entree or a lunch and meet friends or family and it, it's it's my favorite little corner of the world it's a pretty neat little <laughs> shop yeah it is <laughs> now you mentioned that this was uh, that radio is your passion uh what so with it being your passion what part uh, what is the part of this that drives you to want to do this every day gosh um it's the people it, it's the community and there there are days that I get up and I'm like you know is, is anybody really gonna be listening to me today is anybody really gonna care what I have to say on the radio today there there are days that that I have that you know but it, it really is the people because if I can make one person smile if I can make one person laugh then I have I have accomplished my goal for the day I just I love being on air that that is my passion I'm I'm on air and I'm also in sales so it's kind of like the best of both worlds in radio um, sales is one of those one of those avenues of radio that I said I will never, ever, ever, <laughs> do, ever. And, you know, it came a point in time in my life and I thought, you know, I, I want to do something. I want another challenge. I, ne I need a good challenge. And I want to do something a little different. Plus, I want to make a little more money. Well, of course. <laughs> a little more money. <laughs> you know? Um, so the, the door opened. It opened for me to be able to do that. And now I'm able to be on the air. And and the people and our listeners, they're, they're what drive me. And our businesses, whenever I go into businesses and talk with them and we're able to 
put together a, a campaign, a, an advertising campaign for their business to bring customers to them and to create a commercial that's going to be relevant to that listener. And the businesses along with the people, those, those two things are really what, what drive me every single day. Now, uh, kind of shifting gears uh, a little bit. Um, there are certain things, of course, we do for our podcast that nobody sees because we're all behind the scenes. Uh, now, when people listen to you on the radio, of course, they've got you on uh, you know, every day, uh, but they don't realize what it's like behind the scenes. Uh, do you think you can give us a little insight for what you do to prepare for your show or prepare for the radio day? Yeah, I I get there, you know, I try to get there about 7, 7.15 in the morning before I go on the air at 8, and I've, I guess I've been doing this for so long that as far as prepping for the show, it gets a little bit easier, especially if I have a co-host. I will, you know, if I have a co-host, then there's not as much prep work because they're going to be talking about their business and they're going to be talking about, um, we're just going to have conversation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a little easier to, uh, to not have as much prep work, but you know, I, I try to find things that are going to be relevant to the, to the listener. And I love during shop local. I love to play older country classics and, I will, I will find, I have a, a show prep page that I use that will tell me what happened that day in country music. So oh, cool. I pull that up and, you know, like today, for instance, on this day in country music, there was a song by Keith Whitley that charted number one on the country charts and it was Don't Close Your Eyes. So I played that song and I love some Keith Whitley. I love his voice. <laughs> And so that gives me an opportunity to play some music that we might not normally play on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And that helps me to kind of prep for, for the show. And, um, and that's, you know, that's what I use from the eight to nine o'clock hour. As far as my nine o'clock hour, it kind of, it, it kind of prepares itself almost. And the reason I say that is I typically have someone from the community come in in the nine o'clock hour for an interview. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this past week, this morning, actually, in fact, I had my first, our first responder of the week and he was in studio with us and talked a little bit about what he does. And then every, and we do that. We try to do that every single Thursday. If, if it make if it's where the first responder can come in mm -hmm. on that Thursday morning, that's typically my time slot for our first responder of the week. And every Wednesday we have Connie or someone representing Brawa for Nash pets and paws. And I, I do an interview with them every, every week, every Wednesday morning in the nine o'clock hour. So I look forward to those interviews and I, plus I get to rub on cute little puppies and <laughs> kittens and dogs. And, I'd be so distracted. I'd just be like, I just want to snuggle no, them. I, no, Connie oh. brought hot, uh, honey. She brought honey in yesterday and oh my gosh, she is a beautiful <gasps> collie mix, a year and a half year, years old Aww. and 
so sweet y'all she was so so sweet she would just like cuddle up next to you I mean she'd never been around me before ever and I you know I knelt down and she just came right up to me and just got as close to me as she possibly could I'm like oh my gosh she was like you are my friend now I like you I know <laughs> this human is my friend yeah. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. I don't know if that I don't know if that totally answers your question or not oh, but yeah. those are kind of the things that you know, and maybe there's a there's a little part of me that I feel like I might not have to do a whole lot of, of prepping behind the scenes because I've been doing this for so long. Yeah, that I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it. I, I guess maybe I'm I'm full of a lot of BS and I can just <laughs> do it off the cuff a lot of times. And do you kind of have to learn that? You know. Oh yeah. And, and I never thought that I would be able to to host an hour long talk show. Basically, is is what it is because you know, getting into radio, I was always taught that if you can't say it in sixty seconds or less, you don't need to say it. And when I was thrown into the the host seat for uh, for this for for shop Lo- was now called Shop Local, I thought, how in the world am I going to talk for an hour? You know, what am I going to talk about? And it just kind of happens. I guess I have that, um, I guess I have that knack or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something we can completely relate to because uh, when I decided I wanted to do a podcast, uh, I spent a couple of years gathering equipment, you know, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do specifically. And then came the point where I went, before I even turn on the mic, I'm like, oh, am I actually going to have something to say? I mean, if I'm going to be doing this, uh, especially for any time between 30 minutes into an hour before, you know, and people are, are they going to enjoy this? Are they going to listen to this? We're going uh, into year three uh, coming January. So I guess I did. <laughs> Just never That's stop awesome. talking. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, being able to do that, it, it's. It's so much fun, and you get better as the years as the years go by. Here I am, twenty plus years into this, and I never thought that I would have made it this long. I'm just going to be honest. I I did not think that I would make, especially after listening to those air checks. I'm like, oh my gosh, they were. Really uh, yeah. I, I tend to go back and listen to some of our early ones, and I cringe oh. so hard. <laughs> we don't talk about the early ones; they just exist. <laughs> Listen to to the recent things. (laughs) You know, and my air checks are on, I'm about to tell my age, they're on cassettes. So um, it's been a while since I've listened to them. I'll just be honest. (laughs) And where, where do you see yourself? uh, Or what would you, where would you like to see your show or your career go in the future? Where do you want to stay right where you are? (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, you know, I, I've, and I've said this before, I love being on the air. I love being part of this community and, and being a voice in this community and, and helping businesses and nonprofits succeed. Um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have a voice that a lot of people recognize, more people than I actually realize, at t- I think, at times. And, you know, I-, I would love to be able to, at some point, um, use my voice 
not only on a local level, which I obviously already do that on a local level, but a national level. So, you know, I, I would almost like to see my career go into an area that I never thought was even possible mm-hmm. as far as doing voice work for for folks nationwide. Um, that That's kind of where my mind has been going. You know, you, you really think about things during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of times. Like, what, yeah. what, what, what can happen? It's like, what's, what's going on? Exactly, you know, and it, it's kind of one of those things I'm like, where, what could I do? I mean, is this even possible for me to be able to do that? And, and fortunately I have resources and I have people that have already reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, we would like to use your voice or can you do this? And, and I, I've been very blessed with that. And hopefully that that's a direction that I'm going to take. I still want to be part of this community I still want to be on the air. You know, I still love my Commonwealth Broadcasting family. I mean, I'm, I've said it before. I'm very loyal to them. Yeah. Um, they, they've, they gave me a chance when they didn't have to, and gosh, they really didn't need to, but, <laughs> but they did, and they have stuck by my side, and I'm very grateful and very thankful for, for them, and, and I still want to be a, a part of that, but. You know, there's something greater. It's like that you you want something a little bit bigger. Bigger, you're a little thirstier for something else. Mm-hmm. And and I guess that kind of got to that that point in my life that you know I'd like for my my voice to be heard nationwide, not just on a local level, but on a national level. Yeah, a a good gotta, buddy of mine. Um, well, sometimes you just gotta shoot your shot. That's right. I've been saying that a lot lately, sending <laughs> sending messages to people asking if you know they'd like to be interviewed by us it's like you know what might as well ask because they're either going to say no or never reply but you're not going to get a response if you don't ask but they might say yes (laughs) right that's exactly right and i i was i guess a little bit shocked uh when when matt sent me a message and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool that he wants me you know you guys want me to be part of your podcast so i'm i'm very very honored that you asked me to be a part of it And we're very thankful that you agreed. So, yeah. <laughs> um, now, with uh, of course, you you were just talking about uh, some changes that you know, if they were to, you know, because of this pandemic, if things were to happen and you were making changes, let's look back a little bit. What are some of the ch- changes and experiences that the biggest ones that you've seen in uh, your years in radio? Like positive, or well, like positive ones. Any of them positive ones um gosh trying to think uh technology has has definitely come a long way you know um we're we're able to do a lot more things i guess behind the scenes instead of of having to put so much effort into on air and in and I, I don't really, I'm trying to figure out how, how I need to say this exactly. Um, we, we have such an incredible group of people that, that we work with and, and it takes a lot to be on the air and it takes a lot to put every aspect of radio together. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out the best way to, to really, to really put this, but you're able to focus on 
on more important things than just being on the air. Um, you're able to focus on production, um, scripts, you know, uh, making a killer commercial is one of my favorite things to do. I love, I love putting something together and, and making that happen and just developing your voice and developing your, your production skills and the technology that kind of comes with that. And, you know, being able to, to see whenever, if, especially if you have a newer car, being able to, to drive down the road and, and look and see what is playing. That's a bit of technology that we never thought would happen. Yeah. I like you that. know, <laughs> I think that's really cool. Being able to, to stream our radio stations something that we didn't think would be possible 20 years ago. You know, no oh, one yeah. had ever heard of that. Our websites, you can you can listen to any of our stations 24-7 as long as you have internet access. You know, all you got to do is click listen live on any of our station websites, and boom, there it is. Um, you know, that technology is is wonderful. Facebook has been a great thing for us to, to put our interviews out there and on the website, you know, folks, if you're, if you're not able to, uh, to hear the interview live, guess what? I, I record every one of my interviews and we post them on our Facebook page and on our website. So technology has, has, um, has helped us in so many ways, I guess, over the last 20 years that we didn't even think were what these, these things were possible. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I always, um, it's funny cause when I'm telling people about our podcast or just a podcast in general, you know, a lot of people are still kind of unsure what that is or they've never even heard of it. And they're like, what is that? Because you just hear the word podcast out of context. It, it it's doesn't a very make strange much sense. term. Yeah. But I've always like since the first person was like, well, what the heck is that? And I was like, oh, they don't know. Um, I describe it actually as like. A radio show but you can listen to it anytime you can fast forward you can go back you can listen you know repeat an episode you can pause it for however long you need to that's kind of how I've been describing it and then people kind of they kind of get that they're like oh okay so it's like people talking there's either gonna be music interviews you know talking about any subject because there's podcasts about pretty much every subject out there um, I tend to like the more fringe kind of episodes or podcasts myself, but it's, you know, if people can relate to talk shows on radio because they know what that is. They know what a host is. They know what it is to listen to someone describe something or talk about something or interview somebody. So I, I've just, that's how I've been describing it because even some of our, like, friends' parents, like, the friend, the younger friend, would know, but the parent is like, what the heck is that? And I'm like, oh, it's like a radio show, <laughs> but it could be three in the morning and you can't sleep and you can put on any episode you want. <laughs> and then they like kind of, it clicks and then they get it. So, but it's also really cool that radio shows are now so available. It's not like, oh, I'm at work, so I can't listen to this interview at three o'clock of this artist I really like. They're like, oh. After I get off work, I, I can just go to the website and listen to it. So I think that's really, really, really cool. You know, because before you couldn't, if you were at work or something, or 
you know, I sort you of just, like reading you just couldn't hear it. Podcasts and radio at the same time. So. Yeah. But it being available after the fact, I think, is, you know, is really cool, especially you said you really like to talk about local businesses and stuff. And that's if people can't listen to it live, they can go back later and listen to it and not only get to hear the cool interviews and stuff, but get to hear the commercials and be like, oh, maybe I should go go to that local business. That sounds like they have what I need. So it's it's cool. I like that. You know, I like the way technology has helped people reach further faster and for longer you know yeah no absolutely i completely agree with you on that so another question because we (laughs) have a whole list apparently um do you have any advice for any aspiring radio personalities out there people who maybe want to get into what you're doing Oh, wow. Uh, let me see. Yeah. You know, if you can, and it, and I'll be honest, it's, it's harder to get into this industry now more than ever before because of the technology. I'll, I'll just be honest with you because we have stations that we have jocks that are not in our building, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that has been a good thing and a not so good thing. But if, if, you know, if that's something that you really want to do, and this is because this is what I did. I, I went to our local radio station and I said, Hey, what can I do to get my foot in the door? I'll do anything. I will board off a, a ball game. I will <laughs> answer the phones. I will, I will do whatever it takes just to get my foot in the door because I wanted to be, in the radio business so badly. I wanted it so badly and it it didn't work out at that time. But whenever I I saw my, what was my junior achievement advisor and Bobby Rambo, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of him, Bobby Rambo, that's, that's who he was on, on hottest hits when I was growing up as a teenager, I listened to that station all the time. And now I'm on that station, (laughs) WHHT. So it's kind of, kind of come full circle oh yeah you know i ran into him one day and he said hey we may have a position open if you're interested and i'm like uh yeah (laughs) heck yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know i went in for that interview and and i I just the fact that i was sitting there having an interview to work at, at commonwealth broadcasting to work at a radio station and and to get my foot in the door you know, I was willing to, to do anything at that point, but if you can, if you can co-op, I know we have a lot of, we've, we've helped a lot of uh, co-op students, you know, from local Barron County, Glasgow schools to internships with college, you know, with WKU students and that sort of thing. So if that's something that you really want to get into, I want to encourage you to volunteer Anything to get your foot in the door, do co-op classes, internships, anything like that, and and that will help you. We we've just been through so many of those internships, and and we've held on to some of those uh, some of those interns, and and they turned into full-time employees. So that that's the best advice that I can give, and and just work hard and and try to. Do something that that's going to make your 
your voice or your personality stand out where over here there's someone that this just sounds like everybody else right. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. so Absolutely. anything anything that any kind of talent that stands out to the average person that's going to definitely take you somewhere now they they must have seen some talent in me that i did not see and <laughs> and they just gave me a shot so i've learned a lot of, and i'll be honest a lot of mine everything what am i saying a lot of mine everything that I have learned has been hands-on. I didn't go to college for this. I, I, I didn't. Um, I learned everything that I know through Commonwealth Broadcasting. Hands-on experience. Yeah, that's, sometimes it, it's a little bit of luck, but also just a lot of hard work and also... Perseverance. Yeah, yeah and, building, <laughs> and building trust, you know. You can't just walk in and be like, give me a, my own radio show. It's like, sometimes you got to start at I, the I bottom. Think, I think that, <laughs> that only worked in the 70s. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, you, you do have to start at the bottom at times, for yeah. sure. And you, oh, can't, yeah. you can't treat the bottom like it's the worst. you got to treat it like it's the position you want. And then they'll kind of see and be like, oh, well, maybe they got something. Maybe they got a little something, something. Yeah, and and just learning everything that you can possibly learn. I mean, soaking it in like a sponge, and that's what I did. I mean, I have had so many mentors uh, over the years, and and you know, I just I would I would listen to them. I mean, when I was a kid, I would listen to the radio more than I would watch TV. I mean, I I loved radio, and I still love radio. And I would listen to all these personalities and and just pay attention to them and and what they say and how they say it and and how they grab my attention and you know that that's uh, that was one of the reasons that I wanted to be in radio because I'm like gosh this has got to be the coolest job ever <laughs> <laughs> and here I'm living it you know oh, I'm, yeah. I'm living it. <laughs> um so. We're going to try to uh, bring this interview to a close, but we've got one more little thing we'd like to do. Um, it's a new thing. It's a new thing, <laughs> and it's something that I've kind of uh, taken from a gentleman that I admire uh, in the arts. Uh, he passed away last year. His name is James Lipton. Are you familiar with that name, Kelly? I don't think that I am, actually. James Lipton, he had hosted uh, Inside the Actor's Studio. And uh, basically, he would have anybody in the entertainment industry, whether it was an actor, producer, anybody like that, and he would have them come in uh, to his uh, theater area at NYU. He taught courses up there, and it just kind of took off. Well, what he did at the end of every interview, which I'm kind of taking some from him, is he always asked a set of 10 questions. Well, I've kind of taken that, and just kind of as an ode to him, since I admire him so much... I've actually uh, taken a couple of his questions and thrown in some of mine, and I call these the DSP or Deadpan Studio Podcast 12. Yeah, no, there's 12 questions. Yeah, just sort of rapid fire. Oh, boy. (laughs) Nothing too crazy. No pressure. (laughs) All right, so uh, starting, uh, what's your favorite word? Passion. What is your least favorite word? Um, gosh, uh, 
I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> we could censor it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I don't like it. I, I dislike it that much. It, it starts with an F and ends with a K. Oh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> what is your favorite part of the day? Morning. What, good. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Um, I, I love the sound of Presley, which is my dog. She sounds like Chewbacca <laughs> sound, and oh I love it so much. It sounds so cute. Aww. I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's adorable. I have a dog. I have a dog. Well, we have a dog. Um, she makes some of the craziest sounds. She likes to. She's so vocal. She gets so excited when we come home especially for me she literally like screams <laughs> she's like arr, 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 and then she'll howl she's she's just this little girl but she'll howl like she's a little girl. she'll go <laughs> purse her little lips it's oh my gosh it's so loud but i love it so much uh, yes, that is so sweet. And Presley is itching to get up here to me. I put her down in the basement and she's just like making all these noises and she's trying to get up here right now. <laughs> what sounds, another question, what sound or noise do you hate? Mm, okay. So if you think back and most people probably don't wake up to these anymore, but that alarm sound that, oh my God. Oh my gosh, I cannot handle it. I still wake up to a clock radio, y'all. I don't even wake up to my phone. I'm a full old school clock radio gal. Absolutely. Oh, so I that. hate that eh, 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 sound. <laughs> Question number six What scent brings you joy? Ooh, what scent? Uh, what mm -hmm. scent brings, my, brings yeah, me joy? Like what smell? Makes you go. Ooh. Ooh, la lavender. I love. I love the smell of lavender or any any kind of candle that I have in the house that just makes me feel warm and cozy. Oh, I love candles. I just bought like so many candles at the. There's a store that's closing here. Um, but I just bought like so many candles. I bought like six candles from them, and I love all of them so much. Yeah, so you support local. <laughs> Well, yes. I wouldn't call them yes. local. But. And the, it, yes, and my candles are local candles. I love them so much. Mm. Uh, the candle that I'm bur that I've been burning, I believe, came from Boutique Unique, and I just love this. I love the smell of them. I, I need to I go just, over there. Yes, I work or, right. I work right across from them, and I see people going in in and out all day, but I never get the chance to go over there. I gotta make. I gotta make a point to go over there. You have to. <laughs> They smell amazing. I love them. Yeah. So any any kind of really good candle, um, and, and I love, and this may be crazy. Ugh, I may be giving you two answers, but I love the smell of Christmas. Oh, Christmas smell. And, yeah. And 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 that just comes with the Christmas decorations that you pull out and and everything. Uh, just the aroma of Christmas. Every Christmas smell there is, I love it. It's like walking into the Santa Claus shop in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area. Oh. Yes. <laughs> or any like, have any Christmas store that's just like Christmas all year round. Oh man. Yes, I would be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> now, what on the opposite side? What scent grosses you out? Brings you disgust. 
Mm. Um, mm, I hate to even say this, but it's the truth. My husband's cigarette fingers. (sighs) Yeah, he smokes cigarettes, which I wish he would really quit. But if he doesn't wash his hands and I can smell it on his fingers i'm like yes please go <laughs> don't touch me go wash your I hands know. i hate that smell i do i hate it i do <laughs> make him listen to this episode yeah, Stop right, that. Like, Honey, by the way <laughs> by the way i said this in a podcast i called you yeah. out I called you out <laughs> so obviously radio is your hardcore passion but is there any other profession or hobby? I guess hobby. Is there any other profession or hobby that you would ever like to attempt? Yes. So I get to do a little bit of it because my husband and I, and it's mainly him right now. Um, he and I are are partnering in K and K Design, and he does home renovations. And so he can do anything there is, but, you know, back when I was in college and I did go to college for a short period of time, but I was interested in interior decorating and, and I love taking a space and visualizing what it could look like with, with all kinds of colors and decor and, um, I love to, to do that. So I'm actually able to tap into that just a little bit because Kyle has been wanting to do this for so long and, and he's able to, to do that on a daily basis. And, and every now and then he'll, you know, he's really good at design as well, but he'll say, Hey, what do you think about this? What would you do here? And, and I'm able, I'm able to, to kind of help him out on that. So I love interior design and I'm a big Chip and Joanna Gaines fan. So. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Yeah, we've watched many a fixer upper. Shiplap, shiplap. I'm telling you, I love shiplap, and do you know I do not have an inch of shiplap in my house. I take that back. I take that back. Our pony wall. We had to build stairs in our home when we built our house. We had an elevator in our house. Oh wow! And it was it's not your typical elevator, okay? Mm. But we we took it out and we had had to actually build stairs from upstairs to downstairs because there was no other way to get downstairs outside of a trap door in a closet. <laughs> Elevator or trap door. Hmm. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, well we got to build some stairs. So I take that back. I do, we do have a pony wall that has, um, has, it's a dark gray shiplap, but I want like the real, like white shiplap and black, I want to do some black shiplap in my house. I want to get creative, but heck, you know, my husband, he's working all the time. So I don't ever, my, anything that I want done around here gets put on the back burner. <laughs> Isn't that the way? <laughs> yes. Like they're yes. so good at something, but that never gets done at your house. <laughs> hey, the important thing is that somewhere Chimp and Joanna just smiled. <laughs> <laughs> she heard the word shiplap. She felt it in her bones. Shiplap? Where? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Um, okay, so this next question, uh, of course, uh, this doesn't actually have to be like a hardcore word or anything, but what is your favorite curse word? Like, or I like to say dang a lot, so <laughs> or just a I can, word, I count or a that word as a curse you word. say as a curse, but it's not anything. Um, I, you know, it's it's a version of yours, I'll be like, dang darn, <laughs> dang darn. <laughs> 
dang darn. Dang. I, I, I use that. I'm like, dang darn it. <laughs> typically, or, or fudge. 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 I say I say that one too. My my our middle nephew likes to say, "Oh shrimps." I don't know where he is. The strangest little funny child. Oh my gosh, we have three nephews, and all of them, their personalities are just out of this world. But he he's been going, "Oh shrimp." I'm like, "What? What? Where did you get that from?" And he's like, "My brain." I'm like, "Okay, your brain." <laughs> Oh, All right. So these last boy. these last three are the nitty gritty. These actually require a little bit of thought. Oh boy, you're gonna make me think. Just a little. <laughs> All right. Okay. If you could interview any famous person, living or dead, who would it be? Oh man. Um. Hmm. Man, you were really making me think. The first person that popped to my mind popped into my mind. I'm like. Mm. Yeah, no. Can I, can I give you two? Sure, sure. And we're on two totally different spectrums. Two totally different spectrums. Um, what one of my favorite uh, Hollywood actresses is Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I would love to interview her. She'd be um, fascinating. That'd be cool. It, it, I really think that we could be BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I think feel. that we could. I, I do. Um, I would love to interview her and, you know, I would also love to interview Casey Kasem. Would that not be an incredible interview? Keep your feet on the ground, but keep reaching for the stars. Yes. (laughs) And long distance dedications. My gosh. I love Casey Kasem and is that voice. Oh, yeah. I would listen to him daily on the radio. Even after he stopped doing radio, they would replay his uh, his shows. Uh, oh, they were so good. I know, I know. I can still I can still hear his voice right I now. I can too. And who can forget his uh, his not infamous, but his famous guest star on Saved by the Bell? Oh, oh my gosh! I've drawn a blank. Yeah, he played himself. Uh, they did a uh, sort of like a date auction dance thing. I'm trying to remember correctly. <laughs> and uh, they were raising, oh, that's what it was. They were raising money with this dance competition to save their hangout, that restaurant, the Max. So Casey Kasem was there. That's, that's right. I do remember that now. Yes, yes, yes. You're so right on that. Yeah, I do remember that episode. I'm trying to make Man, you think good. I was making my brain work in overdrive. What's <laughs> like, the yeah. episode? <laughs> a few years. <laughs> uh, now, this one's a similar question, but it's got a different take on it. Now, if you could have dinner with anyone of your choosing, living or dead, doesn't have to be famous, but anybody, uh, who would it be? Mm. Who would I like to have dinner with? Gosh. Um, hmm. Could, could I pick somebody from my bucket list? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, gosh. You're really going to make me think, aren't you, Matt? <laughs> um, I say bucket list, and I actually mean hall pass. Ah. There you go. <laughs> You're having dinner. <laughs> dinner. I mean, you you 
guys have seen that movie, right? Oh, Hawkeye? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. great. <laughs> and, I, and I always tease my husband. I'm like, mm, this will never happen. But if Jesse Metcalf yes. were to walk in here at any point in time, um, well, you know. <laughs> That's I'll a handsome love, devil. <laughs> love Jesse Metcalf. So even if I could just have dinner with him, I would like to have dinner with him. I, that may be a little shallow, but... <laughs> nah. uh, I mean, he's a cutie. I just want to look at him. I just want to sit there across the table and just, you know, uh, stare. <laughs> Who cares where we are? Just to stare at you. That's right. There you go. There you we, go. All right. So the last one. It's uh, very. Uh, it's very um, introspective and well, hypothetical. Hypothetical. So here we go. This yes. is actually taken from James Lipton. This is his last one that he would always ask. I was trying to say the word hypothetical, but I couldn't get it out. (laughs) So he would say, if heaven exists, what would you like God to say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome into my kingdom, child. That's a good one. That's really good. (laughs) And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been an hour Hour. That's one of our <laughs> longest ones yet. Yeah, interview-wise, wow. anyways, we've had yeah. shows that run about three hours or more. But well, that's just us yapping our own. Yeah, guns. but interviews, <laughs> yes, yes. I didn't think I could talk that long. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at that. Once uh, people start getting uh, really probed and they're comfortable, I found that honestly, the audio interviews, because uh, we're you know we're interviewing interviewing you over Skype uh, where it's not having to be video and you're not having to look at the other person. You're really just able to sit there and think in your own head. People get more comfortable. So they're able to say a lot more. Yeah. You're, you know, I've never really thought about it that way. And see, I've always been the opposite. I would rather do an interview with someone in studio with me where we're making eye contact Mm. or due to COVID, there were times that, I was not able to have a co-host or an interview in studio and we would do it via FaceTime. And I was able to, to, I feel like I can have set in, in my experience, I've been able to have such a better interview when I can make that contact, that eye contact with someone and, and really make that connection with somebody. I'm able to, to make them feel a little more comfortable, but you guys have done, done an awesome job just well, by doing it over Skype. So yeah, kudos to, to, to you both for, for being able to, to do this. It's it, for me, it's, it's harder to do it over a, a phone and not being able to see that person. I like to be able to put my eyes on that person and I feel like I can, I can personally connect with them a lot easier, but you guys, you guys have done a phenomenal job. Well, thank, thank you. you. Coming from you, we take that with such high regard. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. You you guys do an amazing job. So, yeah, well deserved. Thank you. All right. So I guess we can consider this uh, interview coming to a close. Um, Kelly McKay, almost 21 years in radio. You can catch her on Ooh. Nash uh, 1037. And you said WHHT, correct? That is correct. That's right. Uh, She's got the 8 to 9 shop local show as well as her 9 to 10 a.m. show. And also check out K&K Designs, her other passion in life. Yes, and I'm on Wovo 106.3 on Sunday afternoons from 12 to 4. So I get to do a little 
a little bit of a, a different format on Sunday afternoons, which I really love. So, yeah, I'm on, on Wova 106.3 as well on Sunday. That's cool to get us uh, switched up a little bit. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I love I love being on that on that station. It's a different format, and and I'll be honest, some of these newer artists, I, I have to look up how to pronounce them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no joke. There was a there was an artist today that uh, I was conversing with over Twitter who was potentially going to be uh, on here uh, for an interview. Um, Definitely not country because they, they, they <laughs> they're they're an up and comer. Uh, I say they're an up and comer. They've had a hit, uh, and just the look of their name, I had no idea how to pronounce it. I was asking my friends, "Hey, do you listen to this type of music? Do you know who this is? Uh, what is? How do you pronounce their name?" <laughs> oh, we're very excited. Yes, but we don't want to say too much. <laughs> But thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for doing this. We really do appreciate you coming on here and speaking with us tonight. On our little podcast. Yes, you're so welcome. Thank you very much for asking me to be a part of it. I really do appreciate it. Um, it, it truly has been an honor. So thank you again. And with that, audience, we'll catch you on the outro. See you guys. <laughs> See what I tell you. That she's just a delightful person. Yeah, don't be intimidated. She's so down to earth. I mean, we spoke for another 10, 15 minutes after the uh, you know, we turned the mics off, turned the recorder off. It's just she really is just a delightful person. Uh, if anybody ever has a chance to talk to her, take advantage of it because I mean, it, you'll just get a rewarding conversation no matter what. So, thank you for listening, listeners. Um, Next week, we got a really cool interview um, with a Mr. Daniel Ruffing. So look forward to that. We'll explain who he is through social media, Mr. Daniel Ruffing. Uh, but for tonight, again, thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kat, for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, of course, if you'd like to reach us, email us, whatever. Get us at deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Tell us anything and everything. You might just get a free T-shirt. Ooh. Ooh, we still haven't got our first uh, email yet. <laughs> oh, I can't even say it without laughing because, you know, maybe we're just doing a good job and you all are enjoying it. But either way, send us something. Send us a comment, what you liked, what you didn't like, uh, what we could change because we are an ever-evolving podcast studio. So let us know. DeadpanStudio18 at gmail.com. We're also... also uh, also, <laughs> on uh, social media, at Deadpan Studio 18 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on a bunch of streaming services. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, you name it. We're on there. If there is not, if we're not on one that you listen to podcasts through, if you're listening to this with a friend and uh, you just cannot find us, just Google us. Uh, email us let us know catch us on social media let us know and uh, we're also on podbean deadpanstudio.podbean.com that's the most important they're our server they're the ones that uh, get these uh, episodes out to you all so which we are very thankful thank you podbean we love you and you've taken very good care of us so deadpanstudio.podbean.com go check them out if you want to start your own podcast they've got wonderful things for you to get you started 
And with that, that's it. That's it. That's us for this week uh, at uh, Deadpan Studio Presents for Deadpan Studio Podcast. This week, I've been your host, The Matt, and I'll catch you all next week. Bye.